Hello, this is James Taylor from Write Your Own Story. Firstly, welcome to this podcast. I'm a hypnotherapist, a counsellor and a life coach. And the aim of this podcast is to give you some tips, tricks and tools so you can start to evolve and change and become a better version of who you are naturally whilst letting go of some of the things that have been holding you back. So I really do hope you enjoy the podcast. Feel free to like and subscribe and let's get on with it. Do you ever find yourself acting in a certain way and then later on you think, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I could have handled that a lot better. I'm certainly guilty of that. Are you? Well, this podcast is going to be about that topic, about controlling that side of you. I'm also going to be talking about a book that I'd recommend as well, and I'll put the link for the book in the show notes. The book is called The Chimp Paradox. And what the book is about, I mean, I'm okay with the book till about three quarters of the way in, and then it gets a bit too much for me, really. But I would recommend the book for a few reasons. Because what the book is about is the author is Professor Steve Peters. That's Steve with a V, Steve Peters. And what he says is, within us, there is the human side of us, and then there is the chimp. That's why the book is called The Chimp Paradox. Now, what Steve Peters suggests in the book is that the human side, that is logical, If there's a problem, it goes looking for solutions, it gets more data, more evidence, it works through the problem, it thinks about previous things it's done, it looks for answers, this kind of thing. The chimp, on the other hand, doesn't do any of that. What the chimp does is just react. It doesn't care about more information. It doesn't care about more data. It doesn't care about working logically. It just reacts. And there's a problem with the chimp because it is bigger, stronger and faster than the human. And what he suggests is, if you've ever acted in a way, and later on you thought, hmm, should have dealt with that a lot better, in that moment, it was your chimp handling the situation. So here are a few examples, and these are more or less direct lifts from the book itself, to explain this in a bit more detail. Suppose you're driving down the road, the human is driving the car, and everything is fine. And then all of a sudden, someone just pulls out of a side street right in front of you, nearly crashes into you, and doesn't apologise. That may make you very frustrated, very angry. And for some of the listeners, you may react in a certain way. You may beep your horn. You may flash your headlights. You may be internally thinking, how dare you, you could have killed me. The kids are in the car, this kind of thing. Some may even start driving really fast, or shouting out the car window, calling the other driver certain names. Maybe some hand gestures are even going on. What that can do, if the other driver notices that, they may start to behave in a certain way. They may be suddenly slamming on the brakes. They may start gesturing back. You might hear them shouting. What Steve Peters suggests in his book is that in that moment the human was driving the car. Then this person pulled out of the side street. The chimp was angered, immediately took over, and began to drive your car. So your chimp was driving your car. As your chimp was reacting to the other driver, 
and they saw what you were doing, their human stopped being in charge, and their chimp started driving the car. So now you've got two cars being driven by two chimps. That sound familiar? Another example, which is a direct lift from the book, is there's a woman who's on a diet. She's been really, really good. She's going to gym, she's exercising. And she goes round to her friends to have a coffee. While she's at her friend's address, her friend says, Would you like some cake? Before the human can answer, the chimp says, Oh yeah, please, but just a little bit because I'm on a diet. So the chimp gets fed, okay, and then goes to sleep because it's all satisfied. And now the human is back in charge thinking, What the hell's just happened there? I'm being so good and now I'm eating cake. The chimp doesn't care. Now the chimp has a genuine purpose. The reason for the chimp is if you are in danger, it makes you stronger, it makes you faster, it makes you very tunnel visioned. So if you're in danger in any way, you can just focus on getting away or getting safe. That's the purpose of the chimp. But for some, the chimp is in constant control. It's always reacting. And remember, It doesn't go looking for information or answers to solve a certain problem. It just reacts. And that is a problem. So how do you defeat something that's bigger, stronger and faster? Well, it's through repetition. And I'll give you a few tips and tricks around this. One is, the chimp is always going to exist. I'm sure even the Dalai Lama has his moments. The chimp is always there. But the idea is that you don't ignore the chimp because no one likes being ignored. What you do is you go into chimp training mode. Now this may be difficult. Maybe you've never trained a chimp before. So you're probably going to get it wrong at first. You're probably going to make mistakes. You're probably going to fall off your horse and think, what's the point? That's all normal. It's the repetition and the persistence that will get you through this. So I'll give you a few scenarios to help you get into chimp training yourself. And I really would recommend you do this because life gets easier when you do it. So you don't ignore your chimp. You start to train it. So when you go into a scenario, let's say you've got to have a difficult meeting with a colleague and work. Well, before the meeting happens, you have an internal conversation with yourself and with your chimp. So it's the human speaking. And the human says to the chimp, internally this is, we're going to go into this meeting, it might get a bit heated, I'm going to be staying in charge, and I want you to stay on the sidelines, and not join in. Now the chimp may not like the sound of this, especially if the chimp is used to doing everything, and always being around. So there's a bit of negotiation that's got to go on. And the idea is, is that, The more you do this, when you handle a situation that could have been potentially volatile, verbally or physically, afterwards you go back to your chimp and what you do, you say to the chimp, see, I told you I could deal with that, I know you were there, I know you wanted to join in at times, I could sense it, but I dealt with it and isn't it better because you had a bit of time off, you wasn't needed all the time. You're not needed all the time. In fact, I only want you to really be there when I really need you. 
see how this goes. Now this is going to be hard. And I'm making no excuses or no bones about it. It's going to be hard. For some it's going to be harder than most. But the beauty of it is, is that when you get past this and you go into chimp training, your chimp starts to trust you. Think of it this way. Imagine if you had a horse and you wanted to trust the horse so you could ride around on it safely. But you also wanted the horse to trust you. Well, that might take a bit of time for the horse to get used to you as the rider. It may take you a bit of time for you as the rider to get used to the horse. But over time, you start to trust each other. Now, if you're on this imaginary horse and it acts a certain way one time, you'll think, hang on, the horse has seen something that I haven't. What's the problem? Because the horse has alerted you. And then you work in harmony with each other. What you don't want is to be hanging onto the reins for dear life while the horse is galloping around and you're at risk of getting thrown off at any given moment. That's not an ideal scenario. I'd also recommend it's better to deal with this when it's a snowball instead of when it's an avalanche. Deal with the snowball first. So with your human, the moment the chimp pipes up, you've got to be addressing it straight away. Now there's a few ways of addressing it. One way is to maybe be like a parent talking to a child. Another one could be just being very firm. No, we're not doing that. That's not happening. We're not behaving in that way. And that's just the way it's going to be. But again, know that at times you're going to get it wrong. And when you do, don't beat yourself up over it. You've just got to adapt your technique because something about what you were doing wasn't working properly. Now, another aspect of this chimp that's inside, it can chatter away all day long and it can try and undermine you. It can be saying things like, you're no good, you always get it wrong, I'm the only one who can deal with this scenario, I can't count on you, you're not big enough, you're not strong enough, blah blah blah. That is the chimp doing its utmost to retain control of everything. You as the human have the logical faculties to be able to discount that kind of internal talk. Now maybe it's been a while since you've used those certain faculties to dismiss those kind of words. And that is another thing that's repetition and persistence. Because the ideal scenario is the human stays in charge 99.9% of the time. The chimp is all relaxed because it's not needed, it's not being used 100% of the time. But it knows that when you do call on it, it will be there for you. So now I can relax. Now another thing that can help with this is to be very aware of the internal dialogue, the words that you're saying to yourself. Everything starts internally. Eleanor Roosevelt had a great quote of, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. So what I'd recommend is, don't give your consent. Actively refuse to give your consent. Maybe even your consent is now turned off in regard to this. And this is a big one, because the words that you buy into, either the ones that you hear yourself saying to yourself, or about yourself, or words that other people say to you, they can be really, really powerful. You might have heard the phrase, 
the pen is mightier than the sword? Well, I think words are sometimes mightier than the pen. So I want to end this podcast with a poem, which I don't think I've done before. And this is a poem called The Power of Words. And it's by Omkar Atel. I hope I've pronounced that name correctly. It's spelled O-M-K-A-R. And the surname is A-T-A-L-E. So hopefully I've pronounced the name correctly. And this is how the poem goes. Words can make one happy. Words can bend one's mind. Words can make one grumpy. Words can make one kind. Words can illuminate a man. Words can make one weep. Words can hurt so much that a man cannot even sleep. Words can hide the truth. Words can strike the heart. Words can provoke the youth to make a revolution start. Words can give one freedom. Words can push one to heights. Only words have such powers to separate wrongs from rights. Words are more than missiles that can make one just die. But words have hit cause much damage that makes one forget to try. Words before being spoken are under our total control. But after we speak the words, we fall under their control. And I quite like that poem. I'm not really big on poetry, but I quite like that one because it really is so true. You tell yourself something enough times, you're going to start believing it. So if you're telling yourself something negative about yourself, guess what? You're going to start buying into that. But every coin has an opposite side. If you start telling yourself, I am a good person, I am trying hard, I do make mistakes but I'll learn from them, I can get better, that's going to make a difference. So, I'd recommend The Chimp Paradox. I'll put the Amazon link for it in the description. And I'd recommend getting it, because it's a bit of a fun read, it's a bit of a light bulb moment read as well. I always like books that make me think and realise, oh, yeah, I can identify with that one, even when it's uncomfortable, alright? So you may see yourself in some of the examples of The Chimp Paradox. It's an international bestseller, and actually Steve Peters was brought in to help the British Olympic cycling team when they won the Olympics. He's also helped many celebrities to control their internal dialogue. He helped Ronnie O'Sullivan because he used to have a bit of a anger problem and it would affect his game. So Professor Peters was brought in, worked with Ronnie O'Sullivan to be able to calm his chimp. And one final thing on this, I should say, is for the regular listeners of this podcast, you'll probably know I'm a father. I'm a father of three. And for years, if my children were getting frustrated with something, I would just say to them, control your chimp. And he'd look at me a bit strange. But they knew about this chimp paradox because I'd spoken to them about it. Just by me being able to say, control your chimp, it just helped them a little bit. Well, I hope it did. I think it did anyway. But it just helped them in the moment where, okay, my chimp is being in charge here and I don't want it to be. I want it to be my human. All right? So if you fancy getting into chimp training mode, 
I would recommend doing so. It really is such a good thing to do. Is my chimp always under control? No, I have my moments too, just like everyone else. But I'm a little bit more ahead of the game because I know this kind of stuff. And I only know this kind of stuff because I read books that help. So I'd recommend getting the book. Now, if you would like to work with me on a one-to-one regarding something like this, so you might not be the kind of person who reads books, you might think, actually, I'd like to see a professional about this. If you'd like to do that, also in the description, there'll be a link of how to contact me. And I offer a free 30-minute consultation. And that's to give us both an opportunity to get to know each other a little bit, for me to understand the problem and see whether I'm the right person to help or not. So if you would like to work with me on a one-to-one, click on the link in the description. That'll send me an email. Fill out as much detail as you can to help me. Include your phone number. And we'll have a consultation and we'll see whether we are a good fit. Because sometimes, when you try and train your chimp on your own, it can be a bit hard because you've never done it before. But when you're working with someone else who's done this a few times, quite a few times over, and you can make faster progress, and your chimp can be brought under control, while your human can gain more control. So that then becomes a bit of a win-win. Right, so that link will be in the description as well. So I really hope this has helped you in some way. I also hope it has inspired you in some way too. Feel free to like, share and subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends about it. They may get some benefit from it as well. I really hope you join me on the next episode. So for the time being, this is James Taylor from Write Your Own Story. And as always, my best wishes. Bye bye.